Oh, come on. You know, when we remain standing, we remain standing for Jesus. Can I get an amen? When we remain standing in the house of God, we remain standing for the King of Kings and for the Lord of Lords. Can I get an amen? Was anybody here in the sanctuary saying, I want more? Was anybody here saying, Lord, I want more of you. I want more of the Holy Spirit. I want more of the Word of God. I want more of the presence of God. I want more of the anointing of God. I want more of God in all of my life. Woo, you guys may be seated tonight. How about you guys, but I'm stirred up. I'm over here playing the guitar, you know what I mean, just getting down. You know what I mean, Holy Ghost is in the house. You just can't help it when the Spirit of God is in the house. Amen, but to be stirred up. And some of us get stirred up excited. Some of us get stirred up emotionally. Some of, but we get stirred up in the spirit. Amen? And that's an awesome thing. Amen? It's an awesome thing to be stirred up in the spirit. It's an awesome thing to be excited for the things of God and for what God is doing. You know, uh, sometimes we forget and we don't just come to church as a social thing. We don't just come to church because it's, it's Thursday. But we really should come to church because we want more of God. We want more of the Word of God. We want more of God guiding our lives. We want to know how to remove some things out of our life and how to replace it with something good. Can I get an amen? And, and that's an awesome thing. So I just wanted to, you know, just be grateful to God tonight. Amen? And also really quick, like, uh, like Brother Manuel said, you know, don't forget about our pastors. Really quick, I want to just take this time to just remember and acknowledge our pastors. Amen? They do so much. If you guys have been in Living Word for any amount of time, you guys know that Pastor Reggie and Pastor Sonia are amazing. They're loving. They're accepting. They're giving. They give of themselves. They give of their time. They give of their family. All for the glory of God. Amen? So right now, I just, Father, I just want to thank you for our pastors. I just want to pray a blessing on their life. Father, I want to thank you. I pray that you give them strength, that you give them a guidance, that you just fill them with your spirit, that you protect their children. My God, I just pray to Heavenly Father that the fire of God will consume everything they are, my God, and everything that they touch would prosper. We thank you for, you, uh, for your mercy and your grace, and we thank you for our pastors tonight. We just thank you, Father, for everything you're doing in Jesus' name. And everyone says... Amen and amen. Turn your Bibles to the book of Ephesians, chapter 5, verse number 15. And tonight I want to minister on making the most of this time. Making the most of this time. You know, in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 3, the Bible says that there's a time for everything. There's a time for everything. There's a time for war and there's a time for peace. Amen. There's a time to mourn and there's a time to rejoice. There's a time to plant and there's a time, uh, there's a time to sow and there's a time to reap. Amen. There, there's a time for everything. Amen. And, and that lets you know that when God does something, He does it in times. And sometimes we get caught up in a time and we don't acknowledge and we're asleep and we don't realize that God is doing something in this time. Oh, some of you guys are with me. Some of, some of you guys are going to get it right now because it's important that everybody catches the time that we're in. It's important that everybody realizes the time that you're in as a family. Right now as a family, you're in a time. Right now as a man, as a woman, as an individual, you're in a time. Right now as a church, we're, we're in a time. Can I get an amen? We're in a time and, and God says, you know what? He makes everything beautiful and it's time. You see what I'm saying? So there's a time right now that we're going through, and we have to make the most of that time. The Bible says in the book of Ephesians, chapter number 5, verse number 15, it says, Look carefully, then, how you walk. 
not as unwise, but as wise, making the best of time, because the days are evil. Father, we just thank you tonight. Blessed be your name. Father, we just pray that you anoint your word more of you and less of me. Father, we thank you for what you're doing in this house. We'll give you all the glory, Father, in Jesus' name. See, God is doing something, God is always doing something new. God is always doing something good. Everything that God does is good. Can I get a witness? The Bible says that in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And he said, let there be light. And there was light. And the light was good. Amen. And and everything he created, it was good. So when God begins to do something, everything that he does is good. Amen. And God is doing something new, something good. And this is one of the, the, the best beginnings of something awesome. You know? They say that the end of something is the beginning of something new, right? The, be- the ending of something is the beginning of something new. If anybody got to show, you know, the end of the first season is the beginning of the second season. And if you got a good show you like, you can't wait for that next season. And see, right now we're in a time that God is doing something, and the, and the first season's over, and it's, and it's time for the next season. Can I get an Amen. Come on, give the Lord a clap offering because this is an exciting time. And when we understand this time that's taking place, we understand that we need to make the most of this time. See, Pastor Reggie has been talking so many different things and so many powerful things to us as a church, to us as a church family, to us as individuals, like like fear is not an option. Because when you go through a time, sometimes we don't understand how change works and why change happens a certain way, and we don't understand, and fear will creep in, and fear has the ability to paralyze. Fear will stop you dead in your tracks because you don't know it, you don't understand it, it's scary. You wanted something, and it came, but it didn't come the way you expected. And then Pastor Reggie's been coming and, and instilling us the Word of God that, that fear itself is not an option. Amen? We haven't been given the spirit of fear, but of power. Right? So making the most of this time. You know, everyone here is waiting for God to do something. Is anybody here waiting for God to do something? I know that us as a church, we're waiting for God to do something. And God's going to do something so amazing in this time that we have to be aware and we have to be awake in this time that God is doing something as a church. And we have to be uh, uh, attentive and and paying attention and watchful, knowing that God is going to do something awesome. Because it's the most amazing thing when God shows up and does everything he said he would do. Right? It reminds me something of like the children of Israel. They're, They're walking through the desert. God delivers them out of bondage. God does something crazy. Doesn't do it the way they expected. Walking through a desert. And he says, uh, and he tells them, fear not for your deliverance is near. And Moses comes and he strikes that Red Sea with the staff and the water spreads apart and the water, there's water on the left and water on the right. And the Bible says that they walk through dry land, right? And it's that moment in time where God comes through and does everything that he said he's going to do. See, and here as a church, we're waiting for God to do something. But it could also be as an individual that we're waiting for God to do something, right? We're waiting for God to do something. Family, you're just waiting for God to do something. Young man, you're, you're ready for God to do something. You don't know it, but you're ready for God to do something. Young woman, you might not even know what it is, but you, you, you are ready for God to do something. Right? You're, we're ready. We're ready. It's time. 
It's time for God to do something so awesome and so amazing in our lives as a church, as an individual, as a woman, as a man, as a couple, as a family. Right? It could be in your family. It could be in your marriage. It could be in your finances. It could be in your personal life. Right? Because a lot of us have personal things that, that we've been asking God. And, and we know, we know, we know that it's time. Is it possible to get our water, please? Right? And, and, and regardless of what it is, all of us know what we're expecting. All of us know what we're expecting. I mean, we're just waiting for it, you know? We're waiting for it. Just like Jesus says, he says, he says behold, for your deliverance draws close. And we're thinking... And we're just waiting for that deliverance. Thank you. See, some of us even have so many different things. It could be a problem. It could be an issue. And, the, and this thing has been going on, you know, like the woman with the issue of, uh, uh, with the issue of blood. And she had a problem. And she did everything she could until that one moment in time when Jesus was there. And she touched the hem of his garment, and she was made whole in an instant. Can I get an amen? See, even in the midst of, of, of greatness, even in the midst of greatness, you guys got to check this out. Even in the midst of greatness, we're waiting for something awesome to take place. God is going to come through in such an awesome and radical way that, that it's going to blow all of our minds. Amen? It's almost like a surprise. Right? It's almost like a surprise. It's like a surprise. It's like we just, we're just anxious and we're anticipating and we're waiting. And when it happens, it's just going to be so awesome like a surprise. Right? See, and even in the midst of this greatness, because we're all, we're all expecting something so awesome and great and magnificent that God is going to do. Even in the midst of greatness, there's challenges. Even in the midst of greatness, there's challenges. See, but it's these challenges and these trouble that strengthens us. Pastor Reggie, I remember, I could almost remember so many messages that Pastor Reggie preached. And he said, your trouble is your friend. And he said, your trouble is your friend. Because sometimes it's the very things that we go through that's strengthening us. Amen. It's the very things that we go through that's teaching us. It's the very challenges and the obstacles that we're overcoming as we're going to victory that's changing us that's helping us, that's giving us that extra little push forward that we need. And we think that it's there to hurt us, but in reality, it's helping us. Right? Even in the midst of greatness, there's challenges and troubles, but these things strengthen us and brings us to triumph. Can I get an amen? Brings us to triumph, brings us to victory, brings us to the place where we overcome. You know, but another thing to think of is what will we do when that good opportunity... Sorry, the question is, what will we do when God opens that door? Right? Because we're waiting, we're waiting, we're wanting. But what will we do when God opens that door? Amen? What will we do when God opens that door in the time? You know, Pastor Reggie was saying the other day, he said that God wanted us out of that building, but we didn't know he was going to get us out like that. (laughs) Right? And And I'm using these examples to take you to a place where we could understand what God is doing. Because sometimes God is doing something so awesome in the, in the moment of time, but we need to realize that God is doing something good. You know, it, it just encourages me every time I see my pastor come up here and, and he said, you know, someone says, you know, I'm sorry, I feel bad for your building. And he says, don't feel sorry for me. He goes, don't feel sorry for me. He goes, because God is about to do something awesome. 
You see that? Pastor Reggie understands. And it encourages us as a church to know that whatever it is that you're going through, whatever struggle you might be having, whatever challenge that's in front of you, it's an opportunity for God to do something so amazing and so great. The greater the trial, the greater the triumph. The greater the challenge, the greater the victory. Right? So what will we do when God opens that door? Amen? What will we do when that God opportunity comes? What will we do when that God opportunity comes? You know, because a lot of the times we're used to accepting no as a failure, right? We want something, right? Because it's funny because we ask God for something and we're like, Lord, answer me. And we want yes, right? But no is uh, is also an answer, (laughs) right? No is also an answer. But sometimes we get a no and we accept it as a failure. We, we accept it as, as, a, as like we hit a wall. Right? But that's not how it is. That's not how it is. Amen? See, the problem with us as people is that sometimes we overlook the time. We look past what's going on. We overlook exactly what God is doing. Amen? And we don't take advantage of this time and this opportunity. That God is doing something awesome in our life. Amen. That God is stirring something up in our hearts. Because when God is doing something so awesome, regardless of how it comes, right right now as a church, as the body of Christ, right now is the time to rejoice. Can I get an amen? Right now is the time to get excited. Right now is the time to get stirred up. Right now is the time to pray. Right now it's the time to fast. Right now it's the time to be excited and know that we're in the house of God, under the covering of God, under the house of God, in the blessing of God. Amen. In the Holy Spirit of God. And right now is the time that we should get up and rejoice in the things of God. Amen? It's a time that we should be stirred up in our hearts and in our spirit to say, thank you, Jesus, because I know that you're doing something great. You know, it's, uh, we could be better or we can be bitter. I never really understood that. I guess you need to, learn how, you need to know how to spell in order to get that. <laughs> it says because the only difference is the I. I was like, man, I don't get it. But when you spell better and bitter, the only difference is the I. You know? You need to learn how to spell for that one. But when you get it, it's true. Whatever it is that you're going through, you can, you can be better. You can be better. You, you can, you, this is for you. This is not against you. This is about you, amen? This is for you. God is for you, not against you. And if God before you, who can be against you? Nobody. Greater is he that is in us than anything that, that is in the world. I'm preaching it, brother. <laughs> amen? When we understand that every day, is an oppor- every day comes with opportunities for God to do something great, every day. Every day is an opportunity for God to do something great. Every day, today, right now. Right now as we speak, somebody's heart's open and receiving the word of God. And right now is an opportunity for God to do something great. Some of you might have come in uh, hurt. Somebody might have come in confused, broken, in distress. uh, um, Not knowing what you're going to do next. But because your heart is open, now is a good opportunity for God to move and shift the heart of people and direct you. Know that God is on your side and that God is doing something great. And when we understand that every day is an opportunity for God to do something great, our attitudes change. 
Our attitudes change towards the time. Our attitudes change towards what's going on. Amen? And our view changes about the time and these opportunities that we have for God to do something great. Right? Has anybody ever been so distressed or or felt any way about what's going on in your life and you see somebody else just so stirred up and they're going through the same thing? And then all of a sudden, eh, that fire just jumps on you and then you catch on fire and, and that thing that was so big becomes so small. Why? Because our attitude changes about it. Our point of view. Amen? See, there are so many things that happen and a lot we think is a loss. But really, it's a time that change and transition can come. Right? Sometimes we want things to change without things changing. (laughs) Right? It's a weird concept. We want things to change without nothing really changing. Because, because change means that you're going to be brought out of your comfort. It means that you're going to be brought out of your, the things that you're familiar with. It's going to be, it's going to be taking you out of everything that, 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 that became normal that was actually not normal. Right? And taking you to a new place. And sometimes going to a new place is uncomfortable. It's, it's scary. It's different. We've never known it. Right? They say there's a fear of the unknown. And it seems to be true. So there's a lot of things that happen that we think that's a loss. But in, real, in reality, it's a time where God is bringing that change, that transition. Amen. Turn your Bibles to the book of 2 Timothy 1, chapter 1, verse 6. In 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6, it says, For this reason I remind you, for this reason I remind you to fan into flames the gift of God which was given through, to you through the laying on of hands. And again, for God did not give us a spirit of fear. For this reason I remind you to fan, uh, fan into flames that gift that was given to you. See, if we're going to make the most of this time where God is doing something, we need to remember to be excited for what God is doing. Paul said, fan, fan that fire into a flame. Remind you, remember. Right? Sometimes it's like our batteries run low. Right? Because something changes and at that very moment we know that God's going to do something great. Right? And we bust out our Holy Ghost pom-poms and we're like, yeah, God is going to do something great. You know? Give me a J. J. You know, sisters, you got your J. You got your J. They'll be getting down. It pumps you up, right? And then a week goes by. And a month goes by. And we just don't seem as excited for the very same thing that God is still going to do. Right? What did pastor say? God is not a man that he should lie. God is going to do everything he said he's going to do. And we need to remember again to be excited for what God is doing. And we need to remember to be excited for what God is going to do. See, I think that there's a loss of excitement for what God's going to do. There's a loss of excitement for what God's going to do. And sometimes I think that we lose the excitement for what God's going to do because somehow we forget how powerful he really is. Right? Because all of a sudden when you begin to think and you begin to think of everything that the word of God says and then you begin to reflect on everything in your own life that God has already done. God has already done so many miracles in our life that it's undoubtable that he is powerful. 
There's no doubt that he is able. When he said it, he said it. Right? See, and I believe that there's a loss of excitement for what God's going to do. And I believe that us as the people of God, we need to get stirred up in our heart again. And remember and remember, Paul told Timothy, for this reason, I remind you. Why would he have to remind him to fan those things into flame? Because sometimes we lose our excitement and forget that God said what he said. And he's going to do what he said. And we need to be excited for what God is going to do. Amen. That's worth giving the clap offering for. Right? The fire is turned off. And it's just a spark. And we need to light it up again and let it turn you into a flame of fire again. There's nothing more exciting than when you're around somebody that's excited. Yeah. When you're around somebody that's genuinely, genuine, genuinely excited for something amazing that he's expecting in his life, expecting in her life without a shadow of a doubt, you can come over and tell them and they're 100% convinced that God is going to do this and there's an excitement in their heart. There's something so exciting about the way they do things. There's something so amazing about the way they speak. There's something so awesome about the way they talk and they carry themselves. It's awesome. And, and it's contagious. It's like yawning. Yawning's contagious, and nobody knows how it works. Does anybody know how that works? Even Google can't tell you that one. Somebody yawns, and all of a sudden, everybody start. You start yawning, and you're like, "Man, stop yawning! You started it, right?" And that's how the exciting of God. That's how exciting the things of God is. It's contagious. It's contagious. You know, I I I, I love being around my pastors. I love being at their house. I love being around them. Why? Because their spirit, their spirit is contagious. It's contagious. You can't help. If, if anybody's ever been around them, you can't help but to leave their house feeling great. You feel great. And if you've ever been around anybody that's exciting, you just come around them and you leave feeling good. Why? Because excitement is contagious. And that's how we should be excited about what God's going to do. Right? Because God is going to do everything he said he's going to do. Right? Right? And if we're going to really walk through those open doors and really make it through these times, we have to really be excited for what God is doing. Amen. Really be excited. Amen. Because sometimes it takes a little bit longer than we wanted. Can I get an amen? Sometimes things that we wanted. And if you look back, even if God has done something, sometimes it took longer than than we really wanted. Right? It It took a little bit longer than we wanted. You know, does anybody here have a promise from God? You know, you're, you're, you're genuine. You're genuine that you have, you, have a, you have a promise from God. And that promise from God is the thing that, 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 that's a foundation for you. It's the solid place under your feet that regardless what happens, because you're, you're, you're fixed on this promise of God, it doesn't matter what happens around you, how hard the ground shakes, how, how hard the winds are, how hard the storms are, you ain't moving anywhere. Why? Because you got the promise of God. Jesus said, whoever hears these words of mine and does them, I will liken them to a wise man who built his house on a rock. Amen. And that's how the word of God should be. We should we should be wise. What the scripture says, walk as wise, not as unwise. And remember these times. And Jesus says, I will liken you as a wise person who built his house on a rock. Right. I wrote this right here, but it's I don't know. I put it right here. We have to make our promise sexy again. (laughs) Right. We have to we have to look at our promise like, man, it's good. Sometimes we forget about our promises, and, and it becomes like, eh. And it shouldn't be like that. We've got to 
we got to remember the promise of God and remember how good it was when we first heard it, right? And remember how, how awesome it was when we first tasted and knew that the word of God was good. And remember that what God said was so awesome and, and it just strengthened you in such a way. You guys ever heard the story of Abraham? The Bible says that he, that, that he didn't waver. He didn't waver in disbelief. That even though he was 100 years old and his body was as good as dead, he didn't waver but was strengthened, but was strengthened in his faith. He was strengthened in his faith knowing that the one who promised was able to perform everything he said. Amen? Come on. That's awesome. Right? If, if you know anybody that, that is good for their word, it's just comforting when you know that you have to depend on them because you know they're good for their word. Right? And, and God is good for his word. And we need to remember that. Amen? And then also we need to be, not only do we need to be excited about what God's doing, but we need to be expecting what God's doing. We need to be expecting. Right? Has anybody ever caught you by surprise and came over that you weren't expecting? <laughs> right? Your house is a mess. Things everywhere. You got to throw everything in the closet, right? <laughs> throw everything under the bed. I don't know how we do it, right? But it's because we weren't expecting something to arrive that actually arrived, right? The things of God we need to be expecting. Okay, check this out. When, when you're at a bus stop and somebody's sitting at the bus stop and they keep doing like this, what are they expecting? <laughs> They're expecting the bus. And that's how we need to be as people of God, expecting the things of God, constantly looking up to our, to our God who promised us, amen, constantly worshiping with our hands wide open, ready for the promises of God to be fulfilled, waking up every day knowing that today is going to be the day where God does something awesome. And if it doesn't do it, today wasn't the day and tomorrow is going to be just as good to wait for the things of God, amen. And we have to be stirred up and exciting and expecting just that way. Amen. And I'm going to be closing here. Amen. Be looking for it. Be looking for it. Be looking for the promise of God. Right? Be looking for the promise of God. Be preparing for the promise of God. Prepare your mind and prepare your heart. Because God's going to do something awesome. You know, whatever it is that you're asking for, prepare for it. Expect it because it's coming. And it's coming, and it's going to show up at your doorstep. And it's going to be, remember you asked for me? And you want to be ready and expecting when that thing shows up that you've been asking God for so much. Amen? Be expecting so you'll prepare for it. Also, be excited so you'll appreciate it. Amen? Be excited so you'll appreciate it. Because we have to appreciate when God uh, answers the prayers that we ask for. Amen. We have to appreciate this experience. We have to appreciate this thing that God is doing. And we have to be appreciative. Amen. We have to have a grateful heart for what God is doing and how he does it. Amen. And we need to be appreciative. Amen. So be expecting so you'll prepare for it. And be excited so you'll appreciate Amen. And, and as we're closing, I want everybody to stand tonight. The Bible says to, to walk as wise. Walk as wise people, not as unwise people. Right? 
unwise person, you probably think of somebody that doesn't know. Right? Somebody that doesn't know. But we know. When you sit there and you ask something of God, that means you know. In other words, don't forget what God is doing. Don't forget what God is able to do. Don't forget what you ask God for. Don't walk as unwise, but walk as wise. Amen. Be excited. Be excited for what God is doing in your life. Be excited for this time that God is doing something so awesome. Amen. When that day comes, it's just going to be like a big surprise. You're just going to be like, man, God, you are so good. Because God always outdoes himself. God always outdoes himself. He wants more for you than you actually want for yourself, believe it or not. The thing that God has prepared for you, right? The Bible says that no eye has seen and no ear has heard. Amen. The things that God has prepared for those who love him. It's hard to understand that when God's going to do something in your life, it's just going to be so awesome and so special. Amen. And we have to be stirred up about that as, as the people of God, as the church of God. We have to be so stirred up and we have to be excited and ready for God to do what he said he's going to do. You know? And tonight, I don't know, maybe there's somebody here who says, you know what? I, I've, I've never received Jesus in my heart. I, I, I want to be excited. I want to know the things of God. I want to see what God has for me. If there's anybody here who has never accepted even salvation that comes from God out and every eye closed, I can pray with you tonight, amen, a prayer of faith, and we can come to salvation tonight, amen, it's true, the Bible says that that God sent his only begotten son to die on a cross, amen, for sinners, and that we would accept, amen, his sacrifice, we would be saved, amen, but I also want to open up these altars, amen, so we can remember exactly what God is doing in our life and remember exactly the promises of God and be stirred up again like Paul told Timothy man uh, brother fan that fire into a flame man sister uh, I'm reminding you fan that fire into a flame amen fan that fire into a flame turn on that excitement again for for the things of God and for what God is doing and for what God is doing amen don't 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 take this like God has, has forgotten about you or God isn't here I want to open up these altars tonight. If someone wants to come tonight to the altar and say, God, I want to be excited again for what you're doing. I want to remember what you said. And tonight, I'm going to reestablish that excitement. Tonight, I'm going to fan that into a fire. Tonight, I'm going to remember. Tonight, I'm going to remember to walk as wise, not as unwise. Remembering the times, amen? Knowing that in this time, God, you're doing something awesome. And you're doing something special. And I need to be aware that you're doing something so amazing in this time. That when it comes, I'm going to be so blessed. And it's going to be so awesome. And I'm going to be so happy that I've trusted in you. And I'm going to be so so happy that I, that, that I trusted in your promises. And you did everything just the way you said you were going to do it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we just thank you tonight. Thank you tonight for your word, God. We thank you, dear Heavenly Father, for this time. We thank you, dear Heavenly Father, and we're going to be happy and excited, my God, knowing that you're doing something awesome, something great, dear Heavenly Father.